Hello and welcome to Above the Clouds, the Angel City podcast with two homies who might be stuck in the upper deck. I'm Jeremy Rist. And I'm Kyle Scoble, and we review all the home games of the second season of Angel City. But that's right, folks. It wasn't just a home game. It was not just a home game. But Um, we are buzzing, man. What a win. Buzzing in a lot of ways. (laughs) Crazy. Um, Record-breaking win. Yeah. And I record breaking. I think I, I think it was a really uh, emotionally draining game in a lot of ways for a lot, all the fan base, and uh, so I think it's worth a little decompress. Um, maybe Absolute not every away game. game, but this one felt like it. It needed something to just like talk yeah. about because we don't play next week. Okay. All right. So we got a little bye week here in week three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, let's properly use this time so we can decompress about what we all just saw. Man, that's crazy. We're going into a bye week with a win. That's with so win. good. With a late win, with like pretty much last kick of the game win. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. 110 minute win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Katie Johnson, header goal off a corner. In the 110th minute, I mean, like... Shocking. Absolutely shocking. All kinds of shock waves just coming from this. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. I mean, it was... was, I actually, like, didn't even realize it went in at first until, like, the players started celebrating. Like, that was the cue for me that it actually went in. Yeah, totally. It was hard to see on the broadcast, like, what exactly had just kind of gone down. It just looked kind of like a, a bunch in the box. And sometimes on those, it's like the ball might go right past the post and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the back of the net didn't really ripple like that yeah. or anything. So it just kind of, she just boop, it went in. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I guess, fairly fitting of how we would get our first winner like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, But... So shout out to Emsley on the great corner, like great near post service. Katie delivery. Johnson made that that great run, used her height. Um, delivery matters. Hey, you know, I've been I've been saying it too. Like I I love a header goal. I love crosses. Mm-hmm. It's it's a great way to score. Yeah. Um, and we were also making jokes. I mean, I'm super superstitious, so I feel like all of our jokes kind of really helped helped get this one over the line to uh talk about how we weren't gonna score on corner kicks this year at all. And then, I think that just means we have to keep them coming. Yeah, just keep them ripping. No, uh, but yeah, I think that yeah, it's a lot of a lot of things, and you know, we we had a second half that uh, I don't know if I want to say we dominated, but we came out we on did top. Not. Yeah, I mean, we did not. We we specifically did did not dominate that yeah. second half. I mean, it was like exactly. the tables had like completely turned. Who Who's that a British announcer who was doing the game? So, well, both of them are. There's the color comment, the, the play by the play? color. The color is a former player. I do not know her name. Um, the play by play, I believe her name is Jackie. Um, I think her name's Jackie. Well, Color person was awesome. I thought I thought she did a great job. I really I liked what she brought to the table there. Um, former Pride player herself, yeah. But you know, did a good job of just kind of commentating the game and made a lot of good points. Definitely gave us a shout out to Endo being robbed. Um, yes, in the previous game, and I was like, you know what? This, this, she's talking a good game here. That's no. <laughs> I like this person. <laughs> I think. Um, what a lot of people have said they like about her, and I agree with this, is like she's not afraid to say when a player messed up. Um, yes, absolutely. Which is like kind of satisfying yeah. as a fan and a viewer in a weird way. Um, no, totally. And not in a malicious way, but it's just like cool. And but it, like it helps you understand the game and it just kind of helps you anticipate more and just like feel like you know that much more. It's it's quote unquote keeping it real, keeping it know? real, you know. Um, and so I think I remember that she definitely kept it real when Dee Dee's tried to start a counter attack and yes. like flubbed her foot into the ground, and it just like and she's all saying of that our as, team, yeah. and she's also saying that as a former goalkeeper too. So like she's not afraid to call out. Oh, the position she was she a goalie. Played. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Um, okay. So yeah, no, I think the announcing has been good, and I think the the pay by play. I think she's quite good too. Um, yeah, she they really had a knows good thing the game. Going. She yeah, really they had a knows good the game. So uh, I think they have a good rapport too. That that was the first time I've like watched an NWSL game and left that being like they were that was a good 
good duo there. That mm-hmm, was the squad. Mm-hmm. I really liked. Yeah, I, I liked what both no, of them I were think, doing there. I think those two are definitely on to something, and yeah. um, I agree. So, so that was cool. Yeah. Um, and watching a game on TV too, compared to you know, we always chat after seeing in person. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of stuff that you lose in person without the bird's eye view or without mm-hmm. the advantage of replay and stuff and you get to kind of feel more the energy of the game and, right. and you can get caught up in it um and this one's a little bit more detached and and because of that so what mm-hmm. i was really uh geeking out on is i was like you know we've been loving the fat mob ratings mm-hmm. and everything so i was thinking like maybe i'll try to do ratings myself and see yeah. like how close i get to the fought mob ratings and whether or not like I'm in the ballpark. So I started with every player having a 6.5. Cause that seemed kind of like, we're considering that like an average game. An average game would yeah. be like a 6.5. Maybe I, it was I a like little that. bit, a little bit low though. Maybe. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I like 6.5 is that though. Yeah. So every player for my ratings started off with a 6.5 and then <laughs> I would just kind of evaluate TV. yeah, each each play or sequence of possession or ending possession, who kind of was involved in that, you know, typically giving a, a 0.2 or a 0.3 kind of boost or, okay. or taken away from a player for certain things and stuff. Um, and my ratings were wildly different from Fat Mob at the end <laughs> of the game, which is kind of interesting to see. I think before we get too deep into it, I think fat mobs are very algorithm based. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but yes, we'll get into it because there's definitely some stuff I agree with on both of yours and fat mobs. Yeah, so it's um, interesting to see. Yeah, because they would say that they came up with their number by basically like 300 different statistical categories. Is that what it is? And yeah, that's on their little blurb on their website. Oh, so okay, cool. It's, Perfect. It's like. A combination of all of those things, um, yes. and mine has to do with zero statistics. So zero statistics, <laughs> pure vibes, pure and vibes. I also so to the three hundred statistic points, and back to the announcers even, which I and this is another thing I like that they did. Do you wow, remember the beginning of the dots. second half? They like said that the they're like oh the possession was fifty three forty seven Angel City, and they both were like mm, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> they were just like I think the I think the person messed up. <laughs> yeah, I do you like, remember that moment? Yes, and I agreed. First off, I did not yeah. think Angel City had more possession. Granted, yeah. fifty three forty seven is not a big difference, right? But uh, just like the ref- like, it was just very refreshing for them to just brush it off. And maybe it's because I agreed with them. But yeah, um, so I want to say that to throw shade and throw Fat Mob under the bus before we even do this. Okay, nice. I'm, yeah. I'm questioning their statistics before we do it without even knowing even? what their statistics are. Yeah, well, they, I mean, I looked it up on their website to see, you know, what exactly they would be pulling from. And it, and it is, they don't really tell you what statistics yeah. they pull from, but it's 300. Okay. Clearly, they were a fan of the movie. But, um, <laughs> yeah. well, so should we start with, start, we can start with the goalkeeper and just kind of go back forwards, yeah? Um, or yeah, how let's, do you want to let's do go, it? let's go back forwards. Um, I, uh, I didn't think Didi played particularly well. Um, yeah. I thought she was back to being like really shaky on the ball. Um, there's that one really yeah. memorable turnover that kind of like, not mm-hmm. only did it not start a counterattack, but it started a counterattack for them as like all of our, <laughs> all of our players are like streaking up the field, you know, and then you know, you yeah. know, record scratch sound and like they're running at us. Um, there are a couple moments like that or kind of just playing Sarah Gordon or or Megan Reed into spots where I was just kind of like, I don't even love you giving them them the ball there and kind of just putting them under, under pressure in a bad spot. Um, so I don't know, again, like regressive. It felt like we were going back to being like really stubborn with the plan out of the back thing, but not really... Um, doing it too well sometimes. Yeah. So um, that plus giving up a goal. Um, I think she got a little bit lucky on a couple. They hit the post a couple times. Um, yeah, she got lucky when they hit the post for sure. And like, she shouldn't necessarily, it wasn't like she should have saved the goal and messed up, but I do think it was saveable. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. 
Orlando's cool. So, um, or no, or at I, least I kind agree. of, you know, she came out and tried to make herself big, but really just didn't. The time you know, felt wrong. Yeah. So I don't know, but I'm not a goalkeeper. Um, no, I, I agree. You so you had a six, and Font Mob had her at six point nine, which I think their six point five is really seven, because that's when I think seven is when players go from green. Stay green and below seven, mm. they're orange. Okay, yeah. Um, if I was to do this again, I would maybe start everybody at seven. A seven. Um, right. I wonder we could even maybe adjust for that too, because almost like to everyone. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because like at the end of the game, when it's like, oh, we ended up winning. It's like all of a sudden, I feel like my ratings are like kind of harsh. Um, I don't know though. I think I agree with you more than Fatmob <laughs> on that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, okay, so so if we add 0.5, so you're at 6.5 and they're at 6.9 for DD. Um, yeah. I would probably myself go 6.5. Granted, she didn't mess up, so maybe that's a little harsh for like without a clear mess up, but there's the two bad giveaways. Um, so, yeah, I'm fine with yours. I could get, I could be convinced into a 6.9 by Font Mob, maybe. Yeah. And what, what mine is taking into account is more just kind of a lot of these moments where I'm just like, ooh, don't love that pass. Ooh, don't love that pass. Ooh, yeah. don't love that pass. And you know, the, and stuff. So the other thing I will say is Fot Mob, and this isn't a Fot Mob thing, this is any analytical thing. It's really hard for them to take into account like momentum or like a momentum killing play. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if her turnovers were momentum killing, but like that one goal kick was kind of like, okay, it's going to be that kind of a game for the team. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. So it just feels like they can't really account for that. And maybe that's go, why you go end into up that one, lower. one goal kick. What happened on this one? Or not the goal right kick, um, the, the drop kick where she just like totally muffed it and went straight to, Oh, sure. Um, okay. Straight to them. But like that just, that feels like a bigger deal to us maybe than to analytics. Yeah, exactly. So my, mine will account more for that for, yeah. for moments kind of like that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, only holding them to one goal um, was good. I do think there were moments in the second half, especially where Orlando, I think one of, one of the reasons that this game was really set up to be a really, really terrible result for us mm -hmm. is like that Orlando team is not very good. No. Um, and there were moments in that second half where girls were getting wide open. I think Watt was her name, had a couple just okay. like if Allie Watt finished last game, we would have lost. I'm saying like, she, she had she had opportunities she, first half and second half that like really should have been goals. Yeah. And missing bad. Yeah. Like not even close. Not even close. And yeah. those are kind of even momentum killing for your right? own team. Like totally. when you work hard and get a forward in the position. You know, to have a good shot on goal, you want something high percentage on frame, and then like totally. they sky it. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are we working so hard for? Exactly. Um, exactly. Um, so but yeah. yeah, but uh, then like we could um, we could go want? into forwards because that's okay. how Angel City loves to yeah. show our lineup. You totally. know, with the goal, <laughs> the goalie right next to the forwards. Let's do let's do it the Angel City way. I like that. Um, so, so this number, as I'm as I'm looking at it, looks looks bad. But um, <laughs> I had I had Emsley at six point six. I had Endo at six point four, and I uh -huh. had Thompson at seven point four. Okay, okay. So this is where I do think you were a little harsh. I, I'm 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 feeling pretty harsh as I'm looking at those numbers <laughs> now as well too. Um, well, so, but, but I didn't. But let's I say didn't even if we add the point really. five, if we add yeah. the point five, it's a six point or uh, a seven one for Emsley, six nine for Endo, seven nine for Thompson. Yeah. And what what does Fop Mob say? Uh, eight two for Emsley. So you would still be a whole point lower. Mm-hmm. And then you'd be a half point higher on Thompson. You'd be at 7.9 versus their 7.4. And then for Endo, you would be under. You'd be at 6.9 and they're at 7.5. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I, yeah, I would have I'd, Thompson higher than Endo for sure. Yeah, I had, I had Thompson like a whole point higher than Endo. Um, Thompson looked, looked great. I yeah, mean, there was... She does. She passes the eye test, dude. dude. She kills the oh eye God. test. Crushes the eye test. It. I could not believe she got subbed out. I, I mean, okay, yeah, yeah, and 
I think this is where the emotion comes into the game for me. Um, and like some people are saying on Twitter that it's like load management and stuff. And it's like second game of the year. This is like one of the worst teams in the league. We got to get three points. Like, I don't yeah. know. I just don't see the argument for it. Especially when it was like pace was kind of what we needed. The game was opening up. And so there's that space for that kind of a player to do well. So if we have Charlie and Thompson on the field at the same time. Yeah. You know, so, so yeah. So I really don't agree with taking her off. I rated her highly higher than Fop Mob. Um, so yeah. Fop Mob gave her a seven. Seven four. They had her below endo. They had her as oh, the wow. lowest rated forward. They had Alyssa Thompson, the lowest rated forward. 7-4. They had Endo, 7-5, Emsley, 8-2. But you know, I gave her a 7-4 too. That's wild. Yeah. Um, That's the one you were close on. So Yeah, but I, um, I mean, I thought that... I thought 7-4 was meant as a compliment. Um, <laughs> and I do, I do think that she played really, really well. I think there were moments that I saw her get in defensively and yeah. like be a little bit of a pest. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember there was one moment that she like was kind of checking back from the forward position and like, wasn't really able to retain possession from a Sarah Gordon pass. And that was kind of like a moment where I was like, man, I don't want to see too much more of that. Yeah. Um, the, the checking back Alyssa Thompson, not wild about, but like pushing, pushing the line and everything. And then the way that she drew that PK was incredible. Um, that she pass like, from McCaskill was incredible. She you got know. hacked down and like hopped back up. <laughs> I was impressed with how quickly yeah. she was like back up and going yeah. for the ball. Super physical. That showed a lot of fight. And yeah, that like, you know, kind of just being taken down is not yeah. going to be, you know, enough. Like you're going to have to get her down and hold her down too. Yeah, um, Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, that was great. And and I felt like finally, like, especially in that first half with them hitting a couple posts and us getting that PK call, like luck was finally on our side. Yeah. We needed we needed that so bad because we needed it and we got it. I yeah. mean, even to contextualize it, like I think we we're we we're in like a must win situation going into this in a lot of ways because you know, starting the season off with two losses and one of them being to like a rebuilding team with ten people in the stands, like <laughs> yeah, and like we're about to tough. have a really rough schedule coming up. It gets really hard really quick for us. Yeah, it's not. This is not going to be. Yeah, it's not going to be at all easy season. But kind of like splitting them with with Orlando or something would have been, yeah. would have been that's, really tough. That's how you don't make the playoffs. <laughs> I yeah, mean, that's like yeah. straight up. Yeah. So no, I, I I agree that it was really as much of a must win early on as you can be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Totally. Um, um. And why was I low on? Endo and Emsley, I think again, just kind of like I, I really count off a lot for um, turnovers. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm a big possession guy. Like a, mm-hmm. one of the one of the things I love watching about soccer is the game within the game of like creative moves and maneuvers just to solely keep possession. Right. Yeah. 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 It's like a midfield. You know, I love totally. watching the midfield masters, and you know, and that's kind of like just something that I feel like we kind of cheaply give away possession a little too many times. Well, we can't, um, yeah, we can't hold the ball. I mean, you know, and I think another, even as I'm saying that one of the reasons that I'm, I think Emsley's score was low is because their goal was from her getting yeah. her pocket picked and that started the counter that led to the goal. So like a turnover that leads to an attack that leads to a goal, like counts, counts off for me, even though she made up later on. I mean, she also missed a PK, though. She like, also missed I don't, a PK. I don't think Emsley had an amazing game, per se. Right. So, and she got an 8.2 from Fatma? Yeah. She's yeah. the only player above 8. That's a little bit interesting, yeah, because it's like goal and a missed PK, she and like a turnover that led to a goal, and then an assist. That's That's a very, like... That's a very impactful game, well, so for think, sure. But, so I think this is, a, this is... A, Plus McCaskill's rating, I think, show its weakness in regards to defensive statistics and stuff. Yeah, I mean, certainly they're not going to be able to take into account like good positional defense or exactly. what? What, what yeah. is, is that? What you mean by that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like 
Because like McCaskill's at a seven five, but for me, she was probably below seven. Like her defense was abysmal. Yeah, they they were running wild in the second half, especially. She makes no attempt. Like Endo's playing defense for her, you know, and like I think that really hinders Hendo's ability to get Hendo Endo's ability to get involved and like be mm-hmm. an attacker. Is I feel like she gets stuck having to kind of tuck in and back a lot to do defensive tracking that mm-hmm. McCaskill needs to be doing if McCaskill's in the midfield. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and and she kind of is. I mean, I thought the way that they set up. The defense was in this game. They were going to have Hammond and Weatherholt playing like parked. almost like a four-two, three-one, three-one kind of. But then even like there were moments where like McCaskill was trying to get the long ball in behind, yeah, and stuff. Or there were moments where she was the highest up pressing yeah. defender. So I just like I really struggle with her positioning. It just feels like she's kind of doing her own thing, and the team is doing something else at like a fair bit at the time. And you got to wonder if that's what her and Freya Coombe were doing, like the sign language. They were about, like, like, it was like, like it felt like they were arguing without arguing, you know? Yes, totally. Yeah. Like, I was going to say like, that was the closest you could get to an argument while also knowing the cameras are on you. Yeah. And like you it's don't the coach saying, seen. let's do this. And then the player being like, but this happens every time, you know, like, yeah. like, so, um, yeah, yeah. And I think that's where my what the fuck such a, She's such a head scratcher. Yeah, yeah, she's such a head scratcher. Because that ball over the top was fucking brilliant and like perfectly so, weighted. Well, so, and she had a couple like those. Here's here's where she's such a head scratcher for me. She almost refuses to put herself in the position she's best at. I think she's could be a really good deep lying playmaker. And then she's set up for those long balls. She doesn't have to be running everywhere. And it plays to what she's good at, but instead mm-hmm. she's trying to wander and be like a number 10 playmaker, but she doesn't want to do a bunch of short passes and stuff. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of times I feel like she could keep possession just to keep the ball moving. And she doesn't. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah so she, she, she's like a home run hitter. Yeah. Like a home run hitter. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's actually a really apt comparison. Yeah. She's High our strikeout. Mark, she's our Mark McGuire. Yeah. yeah. Fucking damn it. Oh my God. <laughs> Savannah McGuire. But yeah, I mean, um, right when you think like she's having a bad game, she plays the, the, yeah, the she drops it over. That, no, totally. You know, and then it's like, yeah, yeah, we got to keep her on the field. Um, and she was also the one that drew that PK right at the end. Um, well, the one that didn't that, get called, the one that didn't get called that may like, even when they showed that, that replay a couple times, I was like, offsides, like, mm. Yeah, it's hard. But I mean, could we really not three... even close to being level with the defensive line? Yeah, the, repl- the replay. Well, the one I remember at least. Maybe they had one that was. Close, they only showed it, one. No, but yeah, it was like yeah, a weird right. angle, so it was really hard to get a good look at it. So, um, but that was close, and also I understand not giving us the benefit of the doubt there. Three PKs in one game um, is like yeah, something to especially legal one that second on. PK <laughs> was questionable at best. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's not a PKMI book, but well, at the same let's time, go ahead and let's go ahead and talk about that one though. Yeah. yeah but, or go, go ahead and break down, break down that one for so you. It was like a cross or maybe it was a corner, but it was definitely a cross of some kind. And it kind of gets halfsy cleared out to the top of the box to Emsley. And she takes it down and puts it on her right foot to shoot it and does. And the defender coming out is kind of like a falling slide to try to block it. And she's putting her left arm down to like support her and brace her as she falls. And that's the hand that the ball hits. And it's kind of a glancing blow, but it still obviously hits the hand. Mm-hmm. And, the arm. Or, or yeah. the arm, yeah. And according to the rule book and the way they presented it in the broadcast was that um, if they're using it to support their body weight, then it shouldn't be called. Mm-hmm. And that's how I interpreted the play was she was, mm-hmm. um, she was sliding and I think it was a completely legitimate move and like natural to, to support yourself. So, yeah. So that's why um, I felt like it was harsher. Maybe it wasn't a PK, but at the same time, I'm going to take it if they give it. Oh yeah. And I was going to say like, 
Yeah, that's a PK for me too. Okay. I mean, uh, the one reason I thought maybe they wouldn't give us that is because Camberos had like whiffed the hell out of that ball right oh, before. Oh, that's right. She whiffed it, it right before Emsley got it. And I was just like, man, well, now this PK feels like a you, we're getting bailed out. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, then kind of like ball don't lie situation and yeah. like Emsley hit that, hit that PK with zero conviction. Um, and like kind of dribbled into the goalie, but yeah, I mean that ball fell perfectly for Camberos and she just whiffed it. And that was after she had already just completely blown a number of passes, like out of bounds should be going to a teammate. And it's just like bad turnovers, possession lost. I gave her an awful rating. Um, that was a terrible debut. Uh, for her and especially for somebody, you know, the whole fan base and like we were really excited to see play. I was like, that that can't be it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a really hard situation she's in though. Um, I give her a pass, but I will not argue how bad the performance was. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm cool to say like first game jitters or whatever. Let's well, give her a it's, pass. It's but more like, so than that. It's how, how and why she left Club America. Sure, there were like safety concerns and stuff, and well, the, the the dude that was convicted only had seventy two hours of house arrest, and then he was out again. Oh, wild! Yeah, so like, there's I I totally understand not being in a good mental place. Yeah, and that's why I'm a little more perturbed at Freya for throwing her on. Mm-hmm. But again, neither here nor there. She did not play well, but I I give it a pass given the the situation and, and why she's here and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I actually don't I don't know enough about about that situation, but I guess that that left me a little bit more to just kind of judge what I was seeing on the field. But you know, first impressions you can't really get back and for that to be exact, yeah. No, I mean first it's impression like, I was just like, wow, shocked. Damn. But also the the thing that she was getting like massive points off for me in my book was like just not really even hustling. Mm-hmm. You know, like bad passes, either going to the other team or out of bounds, and then just kind of a lot of walking. And I was like, mm-hmm. "That's the substitute energy. Like, that's that's really not it." But I mean, I think I mean, I, yes, I agree with that. And I think this is a problem. I think that's kind of midfield wide. They don't move a lot. There's not a lot of checking yeah. to the ball, like you know. And I think yeah, that there's not yeah. is you is a really big reason why we have a hard time holding the ball too. Is like. There's just not much off the ball movement that happens, and yeah. um, it makes it really hard to hold the ball. So, so I totally agree with that, and I think that is team wide, um, not just her. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, all right. And, well, let's move into the midfield? the midfield then. Um, I went. Uh, I went McCaskill seven point two, mm-hmm. Weatherholt six point zero, and mm-hmm. Hammond. Six point seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was very impressed with Hammond. I thought she looked yeah. good in there. Um, there were a couple times where she wasn't like fighting hard enough for me um, defensively, uh, but I could see her also getting like a little bit tired. Um, but yeah, she plays a good ball. She's got good vision. She's a good she distributor. She is, um, and I think she's, no other midfielder is even trying to do that. Yeah, you know. And she's obviously clearly like instructed to go and receive that ball from the goalie and -hmm. like distribute because they trust her the most. And so Mm -hmm. like, you know, she's doing that. I I don't think she ever really lost the ball in a bad spot. Um, you know, she was conservative positionally defensively. And I think that that helps when, you know, like you were saying earlier, Lord knows McCaskill's not and just off doing, doing whatever Mm -hmm. she wanted to. Um, yeah, weather Weatherholt to me is becoming that kind of like head scratcher of a player where I'm just kind of like it's like I just don't know what we're what we're really getting from her, but she's also playing well too. Yeah. So it is like it's a very back and forth. I think she ended up getting a little bit below average for me because again, like a lot of possession lost, kind of battles lost. Mm-hmm. Um, but she did cover well and she did you know, have a couple moments offensively, um, but just kind of like these quieter performances. Um, I don't know if we're like getting that that much from her. And when we talk and complain about the midfield, yeah. she is one of those those people. Totally. She's able to avoid the bad mistakes, but yeah, is not she does doing, not make yeah 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 yeah. She does not make right? these big mistakes. Yeah, yeah. 
No, so, I, I, I yeah, think that's I spot on. I nailed it, yeah. or you nailed it. Um, she she kind of disappears, and like sometimes that can be good, you know. Like when the team's playing well, that's good. Right. She's just a cog. She's keeping the ball moving. She's where she needs to be defensively. But when we are in these kind of grinded out games and we're having a hard time getting the ball and we kind of need to shift it or like get up a level or something, it's hard for her to impact it. And mm-hmm. that's where she kind of disappears in a, in a bad way almost. Mm-hmm. So, no, I, I agree. I think it's, it is interesting. Um, but I think what, were, him, what did Fop Mob say about the midfield? They had Weatherholt as the lowest at 6.7. Okay. They had McCaskill at 7.5 and Hammond at 7.4. Um, okay. So just a little higher ratings for everybody. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm yeah, pretty okay so with those. I would put McCaskill yeah. closer to seven personally, but again, I think that's just personal preference and like eye test vibe kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do agree with Hammond at seven four seven five. Um, yeah. And I agree with your notes on her. I think if that's what we can get out of a pr- start from her, count me in right now. Like, yeah, that's yeah, it. That and and I see. I, her. I do like going with the two center defensive mid kind of look and allowing. I think the four two three one could be a, a solid little but, formation for us. Yeah, I mean, if we, if we committed to that, but it still obviously is a four three three. I think like a huge yeah. issue with the midfield is just like they had so much space on the outside midfield, mm-hmm. like on the wings. You know, right. it was a free release to them every single time. If anybody on Orlando wanted to pop outside. Yeah. You had the ball and tons of space, and they mm-hmm. were just attacking from both the right and left mm-hmm. on the outsides uh, the the whole game. And like, you know, it's it's kind of like something that the players end up getting punished by in my ratings um, because they're just kind of bypassing the midfield completely. Like they were able to transition from offense to defense from there. Defensive third to the attacking third so smoothly and quickly once they figured out that like the outside had had all the space in the world and like Mm -hmm. I want to blame the midfield but I I think that's on our our formation and just like that we're we're kind of okay giving that territory away. Um, Yeah, I mean, like three three is surrendering the kind of wide midfield a little bit naturally, but there's like a lot of space and women are running forward unmarked i mean like right it's pretty and then, egregious and then keep this in mind where did their goal come from yeah a, a through ball up up the middle up the middle yeah so if we're jam packing the middle mm-hmm. and we're giving up a goal right through the middle mm-hmm. you know really what are we doing then at yeah. that point no you and know, yeah i agree i like, totally agree i think our i think the midfield positioning is not has not been good. And I think, you know, in a 4-3-3, they kind of, they almost kind of, I've said this before, where they kind of need to operate as a unit. They mm-hmm. need to be close together. And that's why I'll use the men's na- U.S. men's national team as a slight example because they're doing a 4-3-3. McKinney, Adams, and Munza, they all are almost number eights more than anything. Like, they're box-to-box midfielders. Those dudes run. Oh, yeah. Especially, you know, Adams, like... Yeah. Four three three, your midfield's running. There is yeah. an insane amount of running for those players. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and we're and not gr- really, we're not really getting that. Yeah, we're not getting that, and they're not doing it, or you know. And so, like at, at some point, we need to figure out a formation that is going to be doing it. Um, and so, yeah, I think the four two three one could work well. Um, I think parking. I think I think at least parking Hammond in front is a good idea. I think she likes it and she feels confident in it. Um, yeah, and, and she especially checks to doing the ball. it, doing it with Weatherhold. Like yeah. I, I don't know if I love her just as a pure six. Right. Yeah, she isn't really in a six. She's not that. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. Um. So yeah, I think she need to be a little bit more physical for for mm-hmm. that to be the case. Um, right. Yes. Exactly. She's not that enforcer type as much. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, but like I said, you know, I think Hammond tries to do a little bit more passes in possession that other midfielders aren't trying to do right now. And in like that alone, just offering that different type of a possession in midfield is helpful. Yeah. So, I had so yeah. a, um I had a note too on our, the color commentator called our our midfielders and our forwards interchangeable, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was was accurate, but also mm-hmm. like interchangeable is the positive way to say that. If you wanted to view it in a more negative sense, it's it's chaos. <laughs> you know, it's just like. <laughs> Yeah, they're interchangeable, but also does anyone know where they're playing? 
Yeah. And I think that, know. and I think that this game exactly plays into that. And it's just like, what are we doing with the ball when we have it? You know, mm-hmm. like it just feels a little chaotic sometimes. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's spot on. But, and I'd even be, I mean, there were moments too. I mean, obviously like we got the the goal from a dump and chase, but my God, with Alyssa Thompson up there and with that speed, like I think we do not need to try to like systematically work the ball up the field all the time. Like I, I want her pushing that back line mm-hmm. and looking for those balls in behind, you know? And that'll give us the space to be able to pass it forward easier too, you know? Yeah, it'll open up When space, she's stretching yeah. that back line and they know it's there, they're going to respect it. And then our midfield has a little bit more space. Endo, Emsley, whoever's wide has a little bit more space because both center backs are going to be tighter and constantly glued to Thompson. Mm-hmm. Or if it's Katie Johnson with her back to goal checking two, she's going to be dragging a center back with her. So, um, you know, we're going to take a quick break, but we haven't really talked about Johnson yet. And I think there's a lot to say because she, oh, yeah. she had a good game. So we'll oh, see yeah. you guys on the other side of the break. All right. All right, and welcome back. Um, I love the Katie Johnson teaser. I know we're we're excited to get there, but we're not quite there yet. Um Let's do this defensive back line because I got one player I do want to talk about. Um, Let's do it. Sarah Gordon got a five from me. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I am, you know, obviously like I'm, I'm getting more and more self-conscious as I'm reading out these numbers because they are. <laughs> <laughs> really hey, at least you're harsh. honest about um, it. <laughs> you know, but, um, but yeah, I mean, this, this is why I wanted to do my numbers versus the the fat mob one to just see where we were disconnected. I think in general, like I, I wasn't that happy with the game actually, you know, yeah, I, like I was this absolutely incredible result at the end and, you know, scoring in the 99th minute record breaking goals for, for it being so late. But man, I was about to be like really disappointed. And, and a lot of that, like, dude, Sarah Gordon is just so far not living up to what she was billed as. Um, she doesn't, look that physically fast or you know she looks small she's not great in the air she's shaky on the ball um just so many turnovers man so many turnovers like kind of getting rid of the ball just to kind of get rid of it you know we're not really distributing out of the back mm-hmm. like that um, yeah i mean it, it definitely wasn't as good as the opener for her yeah this definitely was, not yeah. definitely not um yeah she she definitely um, felt and looked a little bit Rusty still. Like, first yeah. touch isn't quite there yet, maybe. Um, but, I mean, FOTMOB had her as the tied for highest defender for us. They had yeah. Reed as the lowest defender, actually. Yeah. Um, had, I had Reed at a six. I had, I had uh-huh. Gordon at a five, Reed at mm-hmm. a six. Okay. I had Nielsen at a 6.5, and I had Riley at a 6.1. Um, okay. I. I do think Riley played much, much better though on the right side. Um, yeah. She even got in a, a couple good crosses with the right foot. Totally. Um, she showed herself to be much more like dual footed. Um, yeah. And she saw in the first game. She, she so is. I was like, okay, maybe it's not the craziest thing in the world to have her at, at right defense. I still think with Spencer on the, like where's Spencer been first two games? She hadn't gotten any burn. But with Spencer on the bench, I don't understand the point of Riley on the right. Yeah, I think I, I Riley's think good on the right. Yeah. Like Riley is fine yeah. on the right, but yeah. she's great on the left. And we have another, we have a right back, and we have another. Yeah. So, so if Riley's sticking right back, does that mean she's the second right back, and Matthias is first right back, and Spencer's third? Like, what is this? I don't know. It's weird. It's really weird. That's but wild. she did and play Spencer's well. Spencer's one of our better players last year. I like, know. and yeah. it's like, and I she can't find it. the field. But she, dude, she would be such a good right midfielder. And Freya just does not value outside midfielders. Like, yeah, she, and, yeah. And Endo, she have Endo a spot and Spencer, dude. Endo and Spencer. That's that's your left mid. That's your right mid, right I there. I know. Yeah, like it, it would. It be, looks like both of them would would sweet. thrive in a, in a four four two with that, um, with that lineup positioning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm wondering, like, too, at a certain point, like Nielsen. I mean, Nielsen absolutely cleared that girl out. That one time when she got that yellow. Yeah. She um, uh she definitely did not shy away from the contact. 
she did not shy away from the contact. Gave her a couple boosts on that for the for the point um, <laughs> for the for the contact. But uh, you know, here's my question though: Is does Nielsen look better at center back than Gordon does, or are you just are you interested in waiting to see? And how long do we mm-hmm. wait to see well, I think if that's Gordon the can shred the 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 rustiness? Because like we are loaded at center back, we yeah. have so many center backs. We got world class center backs on loan, mm-hmm. you know, that could at some point come back to the team. And like, dude, I'm not I'm not crying over over Sarah Gordon losing out on some playing time at at this point. From what I've seen, like it is what it is. You know, right, injuries yeah. happen, and sometimes like you can't come back as strong as you were, and sometimes that means you lose your position. and And how long, how long are we waiting here? You know, to to see this make sense. Like, I, yeah. I mean, for her being billed as like one of the first people that we signed, this kind of like, you know, she's up there for defensive player of the year kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um. It's, you know, it's got the expectations a little bit higher than like your average player. And then with Reed and Gilles and Nielsen all playing so well last year, you yeah. know, like Swaby couldn't really even see the field and stuff like that. Like we have a high standard when it comes to center back. Play. We do. That's one position on the field that I think we really, really do. And um, yeah, I mean, I agree. She hasn't been up to standard or she definitely wasn't last weekend. I think she was fine the first game. Not, not amazing, but not outward bad yeah um but yeah i think how long is is a good question um <sighs> it's tough because i don't we never really got a sense of how many preseason games they even played you know there's I mean, the club america like one. to me one and then we saw online that they had played the wave um, yeah there was that behind closed doors scrimmage with the wave and that's kind of yeah. it um and so it's like if uh, that's all they really had for a legit like game experiences then like I would be inclined to feel like she needs more time but like that doesn't necessarily mean we have that much time to give her but like two games doesn't really feel enough to expect someone to be back at it and at, at, at uh, a defender of the year level yeah well I mean you don't have to have that answer right now no, yeah. either too no, but yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking asking like, yeah. how, how long you know and- but that is the question that is exactly the question yeah. um, especially if and when Matthias comes back um, and Riley is maybe can't, can't back on the that's, left can't believe that that's an if and when <laughs> like, it's just because we don't know like, it's just only because I we know, don't know I'm what just, the actual injury is you just know? trying to complain again because it's just like how is that Yeah, how, how are we how are we dealing with that with one of our only signings in the off season being that and assuming that we would have a right back, you know, locked in and then, and yeah, seen right. her at all. Um, just frustrating, but uh, yeah. let's go to the subs. Let's do it. Poor Lily Nabbit, man. Um, Oof, absolutely. XFL tackled. Um, she did not see that coming. I like unbelievable. That's that she, managed to stay in the game and then stay contributed in. even, yeah. you know, um, I didn't give her a very high rating because even after she stayed in, I don't, I don't think it was particularly, um, yeah, good, it wasn't eventful. but, uh, yeah. she made one positive play later on in the game and I was just like, hell yeah. Like that's, that's so impressive. Um, but yeah, I stuck her with the 5.7. Um, Charlie, I gave a 7.0. I thought she was incredibly positive. Um, yeah. I really hope that she's okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even too sure that I really saw what could have been. It was hard to tell. And it was hard to tell and she, too, because like the way she reacted was when they would like kind of push her toes up. Yeah. Uh, I saw, I saw her like squeal there. Yeah. yeah. So it was weird. It was weird. Um, I, I don't know. I'm worried. I hope she's I'm, okay. Yeah. I really that, hope that she's, just doesn't she's seem, looked so good both games. Yeah. That, does not seem good though. Yeah, I got a bad feeling about that one. Um, Vignola five point eight didn't yeah, do much for me. She had one um, bad giveaway. She one had bad that giveaway. One miscommunication with Charlotte. Um, yeah, but I will say that she looks the part. I, that's exactly what yeah. I was going to say. I was like, but like we're talking again yeah. about eye test. Like I yeah. like the way she moves on the field. Like she runs well. Yeah. She looks like yeah confident and powerful. So. God forbid we have a we have an injury at outside back. I think we got good depth yeah, with her there. I do agree there. I don't I'm, think that she's I'm glad doing. We enough agree to, on that. I was curious. I was like yeah. a little hesitant to say it because it almost feels a little too premature, but I definitely feel it. 
Well, and she's got the nice long throws and stuff too. Yeah. She just looks like a, a stellar she's athlete. She's got some good ink. Um, she's bringing the tattoo game up on the yeah. team. Swagger. I'll be honest, our tattoo game could be better, but that's <laughs> off the field. It's really just McCaskill's back arm tat that's bringing that number down. And fucking lion. God <laughs> damn it. As a goddamn Leo, I am like, that better not be a Leo tattoo. And I'm like 99.9% .9 sure it is. Hey, shout out to the Leos though. Shout you know, we out here. Leo season's coming. We ready. We're almost there. Almost. Um, and then what you, you know, I'm a, the I'm, a Leo, I'm a Leo too. We're, we're like days apart. Yeah. Oh yeah. We've been over this. Yeah. We're days up. We're like a week apart, but days still. Um, and then uh, the heavy hitter, Katie Johnson, big KT. 33, out here scoring game winners, um, not being discouraged. I yeah. gave her uh, a massive 7.6. We could bump, bump that up to an 8.1 if we want. That's an 8.1 um, in the real world. But yeah, I mean, I was also even like just, just saying that name makes me think, I know Darla. Like, I should Darla, Darla wants her higher. Darla's um, like eight one. Right. Come on, you ain't wrong. I'm not gonna fight you on that, Darla. But um, but yeah, seven seven point six is awful low. It probably should be a ten point six. Um, <laughs> she should break <laughs> break the rating scale. Um, she was great. Uh, I don't think that was offsides on her either, too. So no points off for me on that one. I think she mm -hmm. was right on it and did a great job holding that line. Mm -hmm. Great pass to even set that up. Could have been mm -hmm. the game winning PK. I know, right? But, that yeah, would have been over a good there goal. Making like that was slicing decisive. and dicing. Yeah. yeah, decisive passes, totally. really well weighted passes, like well timed. Yeah. Everything. She's um, the, she's the dude, only she's good. that really feels comfortable with her back to goal. Yeah, she's good with her back to goal. She yeah. she looks tall every yeah. single time. You know, she's not like, dude. That is that is she's, such a good signing. We're she's so that lucky. Classy veteran signing that just yeah. comes in, understands the situation, doesn't fuck around. Like, yeah. So I'm gonna give the hats off to front office for that because she has totally yeah. been that. I agree with that. Yeah. Maybe the urban pitch bump. You know, right? I mean, hey. she had that. She had that interview. Hey. She chatted it up with the with the squad. It's real, dude. Just ask um, Helen Acosta. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Keep an eye on him. <laughs> Could be doing great things. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was great, man. I mean, um, what a way to what a way to make an impact and yeah. what a way to show your coach like I need mm -hmm. to be on the field more. I mean, she started our first game. She did. And then she looked good. Start. I actually was a little like I thought she played well enough to start again. But, I did too. That's so, that's that was my initial reaction when I saw yeah. the lineup was pulling her for Hammond, um, and pretty it felt much. pretty pretty right. defensive, you know, to go in, yeah, defensively. And again, like I just don't want us to be a conservative team. Like if I it's don't the like thorns, the idea. If it's the rain, okay, whatever. Maybe this year I can get that. You know what I mean? Like those teams yeah. are really freaking good. But pride? No way. We cannot. No, not go be doing out and a defensive these formation. Like, yeah. yeah. They so, got Marta at 37 years old and on the bench. Like, what are we yeah. afraid of the Orlando Pride for? Right. Um, um, I mean, next time we play them, I am going to say, I think Messiah Bright, that forward who came on and scored for them, I think she did look pretty good for a rookie. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I think I think she was she was legit. Hilarious that she wasn't starting. <laughs> she yeah, I know. Like, well, I was like, okay, yo, uh, they were, this that was, is on their the coaching bench? staff. Their coaching staff was throwing <laughs> us a bone with that one. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I think she'll be starting a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, um, that that goal was great from her. But um, it was I, good. It was very you know, very well done by her. Looking at it with our Angel City glasses on, though, that was that was one of the things that led to the low rating for Sarah Gordon. I think she was closest to the play, mm -hmm. kind of throws in like a weak challenge that also gets her off balance a little bit, and so then uh -huh. she's kind of chasing and kind of like chases and and then isn't right. fast enough to catch up. And I was right. just like, oh no, like not right down the middle. You know, splitting the two center yeah. backs, like great speed from from Bright and um, a great finish as well too. But yeah, that one uh, that one felt more than anybody kind of on Gordon. Yeah, yeah, I I understand that. I do understand that she was definitely in the best position to stop it. And if she's going to be an elite level CB, that's the play she makes. Mm -hmm. So or take I, him down, or take, or take him, down. him down. Cynical foul. With that's right? that's also a. A move that could be with made Reed there. there. You're probably not going to get a red card. I mean, that's slight risk, but you know, save a goal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely hindsight's twenty twenty. But yeah, it's it's yeah. a clear. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely going to be shooting the ball. So, 
Yeah. So, um, so those are the, those are the ratings. Those are the obnoxiously low ratings, um, that we've given, but, uh, to defend the low ratings again, um, to, to summarize, I think basically what I'm saying is like that Orlando team was bad and is going to be one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. I do um, not think they're going to be it high was, on the table. A nice day, a beautiful grass field. The elements were all there to support just good soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, the attendance was terrible compared to what we have at Angel City. So it's yeah, not really like that the, needs to get up there. Not really like the crowd was going to be some sort of a hindrance or or make any of this more difficult. I think we should have smoked this team. Um, but I think the fact that we are not is going to be a knock on Freya. I will say like, I think again, like I just don't feel like, especially if you look at the West coast teams, like I don't think we have the strongest manager. We might potentially have the worst manager on the West coast. Um, I don't, Ooh. I think, you know, I'm getting these vibes of like when you watch the men's team play with Burhalter, and mm-hmm. it looks just kind of like there's a lot of talent on the field, but like they're all kind of thinking too much or like nothing's really flowing and like the the system, the formation, the ideas, like everything looks difficult and challenging um, in a way that I think like I would kind yeah. of blame, blame the manager for. Um, I mean, I, I, yeah, we don't, we do not have the most talented roster in the league. I'm not going to say that, but I do think that if you take in last year with this year, the play has not been to the level of the talent on the roster. So, sure. Yeah, totally. You know, um, and I think this also goes back to the conversation between McCaskill and Freya. I mean, like, McCaskill's played like every fucking minute we've had as a club. Yeah. She cannot be that <laughs> disconnected with what the coaching is, is trying to do, you know? Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, yeah. Well, yeah, or what, what do you, what, if you would to, to theorize on like, what do you think, like, why, why, why are we not beating an Orlando team bad? Like what's, what's your answer to that? I, I, I think you've, you've definitely kind of hit the nail on the head that there's a slight disconnect to some degree between management and the team and whether that's portraying and relaying what they need to be doing or just refusing to adapt to the roster that they have. I don't know. I feel it's a little bit more of refusing to adapt to the roster that they have. I think I think she's just unwilling to try another formation, even though it's like abundantly clear we don't have the roster for what she wants to do. Yeah. And then even, you know, working in the, you know, so we got a new center back pairing because Gordon's healthy, so we want to get her on there. Um, even though last year Nielsen and Reed were absolutely holding it down. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of hard to even think of a way to upgrade the two of them considering they were pretty much doing everything we, we needed them to do last year. Yeah. And so then now we've gotten rid of that experience of them two playing together. Now we, we push Nielsen out left. Mm-hmm. We put Riley out right. You know, yeah, there's not a lot of continuity with the returners we do have. That's that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, yeah. totally. And so totally. and people are still like we're we're a year plus in. Yeah, and we're we're still kind of like figuring it out. And there were moments yesterday when Charlie had subbed on, and it was like Charlie getting the ball running fast, like as a sub, and then moments where it was kind of like, all right, now it's like McCaskill's turn, and she's just like on the ball all the time. And this was kind of feeling like last year, not in a good way. You mm-hmm. know, where there were like a lot of times last year, I just kind of. I was like, all right, well, Charlie's definitely running and, and hustling and, and trying to make something happen. And no, nobody else is up there with her, you know? Yeah. Because, I mean, consider that. So you remember that great run that, yeah. that Charlie made where she's down and she has to cut the ball back at a fucking 20 degree angle. Right, right. To try to find some other teammate who's trailing the play like a whole yeah. half hour behind it. And, you know, it's like, or you could have Alyssa Thompson still on the field playing forward with her up there and maybe being up, up there yeah, in the box. It's almost like there's two like forwards some, that could play really well together. Um, yeah, no, you know, totally. So I, I kind of had an issue somewhat with the subs, which is, I guess, a funny thing yeah. to, to to nitpick. But dude, consider this. The game winner, Katie Johnson, mm-hmm. I don't think would have seen the field. Without, without Charlie getting hurt. Without Charlie getting hurt. Yeah. So again, that's kind of stumbling into... 
Exactly. The right decision being made. And I, mean, I think that's what makes not... this game so emotionally charged for me and why I felt we needed to do a pod. Okay. Get you into know, it. Like we won, but it just didn't sit right almost. Yeah. Yeah. We got, we got, I mean, look, if, if luck's on your side, you, you can't complain. Yeah. But right. like yeah, yeah, yeah. luck was on our side. Like we, we absolutely yeah. stole one. We got lucky as hell. Yeah. I mean, you, you get in the locker room, you pack your bags and you get the fuck out of that stadium after that kind of game, you know, <laughs> before VAR reviews yeah. it, you know, like, a whole hour. We ain't giving them any opportunity to take that back. Yeah, no, let's, <laughs> let's not let them get a couple more angles at, at what just happened here. Um, but if you look overall at the stats, I, I think it tells a pretty even matchup. Um, yeah. Shots no, I, were about I, I, 15 I think to 12. that is representative of the game. Like, it was even, and I think that's our beef. <laughs> yeah, that was even against a, a pretty bad team. I mean, that, yeah, if we, had, if we had left that game, again, losing a lead, um, and just one-to-one to Orlando, it it would have kind of looked like we Dude, are losing a lead and missing a PK in the 88th minute. That's what it oh, would have been. That was almost what it was. <laughs> oh, that's almost what it was. It I'm glad you, been... I'm glad you mentioned PK too. Cause here was a thought that I had. I, I wonder if you share the same sentiment here. Um, should Alyssa Thompson have taken that PK? I mean, the first one, the first PKs one. are hard. Uh, you know, yeah. So I'm not really, I don't know. I just, so I don't know how they're deciding. Um, I don't know well, if Freya, Freya, is Freya deciding. answered that. And she says, we, we try out everything. And basically like Claire's been crushing this in practice. And, and that was Freya's uh, okay. answer. So she I'm, gave it based on practice. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I'm know. saying based on like soccer backyard rules. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm a little bit more street with it, I think, a little bit. I think if someone earns a PK, I think they have the opportunity to say, I want to Get your it. stat. Go get like, your stat. Yeah. I, I believe in that. I think maybe if it's like if a defender finds themselves up front and gets it, it's like, give us the fucking ball, you know? But if your yeah. star number one overall pick forward, like, yeah. earns a PK, who's <laughs> a forward and, and scoring your only there, goals. And then you're like, hey, let's take the ball out of Yeah, who just scored in your last game? And last it's like, two let's. Games. <laughs> yeah, last two. Yeah, 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 good point. Yeah, including. Including, including Club uh, America. The still. friendly, sure. But yeah, she um, scored the last two games. She runs down there, like, with yeah. the extra effort. With the extra effort, gets the yeah. PK, too. That's kind of yeah. what it is. Like, I'm like, so. you know. I would say yeah. like this is yours like go go earn your goal and you just mm-hmm. kind of live with the results there. Yeah. And then even if that happens then Emsley's taking a PK then for the first time right in the the 88th, the 88th minute yeah. later on and you know maybe it's maybe it's a different result there or something. I mean scoring two PKs in one game is is a pretty you got to really have like a Ibrahimovic ego to just be like I deserve this. <laughs> and step up there and just take that and be like, yes, it is mine. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I thought I I saw that and I was like, maybe, maybe we could let Alyssa have a go at that one. It just felt Mm -hmm. right. But, um, but yeah, then Emsley stepped up and really, you know, first one was, was first PK was great. Um, She got lucky. The goalie didn't, didn't dive to that side, but I also think like, she she hit it. well. She still hit it. Well, she didn't hit hit the second one as well. Second one was not enough power, not enough accuracy. Yeah. Yeah. Just same, same exact side too. It was like, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I we still kind of got issues there. I feel like we're a 500 team from the PK spot, you know, whether it's <laughs> McCaskill taking it, obviously Emsley just showed you she's 500. Um, and that, I mean, that to me is also kind of more evidence that like, just let whose PK it's going to be. Right. We like don't kind have of step a up lockdown and, taker. Why keep forcing it? Yeah. Why keep forcing it? At a certain totally. point, you kind of want the person to just be greedy for that stat and greedy for that goal and just kind of yeah. reward somebody who gets it and earns it, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, totally. Yeah. Any other stats out here jump out from the game? We had, um, you know, passing accuracy was 74%, which feels really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of passes connected, 405 to their 313. Wow, almost 100 more. Hell yeah. Four offsides to their two, six corners to their four, six okay. shots on goal to their three. So we were well, a, a lot more accurate. Yeah, statistically, we definitely did beat them. Um, 
Yeah, we definitely did beat them. And I I mean that goes more to what we're saying like you, but you got to, man. Like yeah, this is going to yeah. be the worst team <laughs> exactly. in the league. Yeah. Uh, right. 10 uh, minutes after I said you got to, I'm over here like, "Well, we did kind of statistically get them." Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean everybody knows they're in a rebuild. They're, you know, they're they're not really they're not even really selling tickets. I mean, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, they got a new coach. It's his first year there. So yeah. yeah, everything's new there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great. I mean, a great win. I really, I really felt like this was a must win. Um, mm-hmm. cause mm-hmm. we had set ourselves back, you know, with not taking care of business at home. And if you're not going to take care of business we at home, freaking clawed it. We grabbed that fucker. So yeah. that cannot be discredited. We just, you know, we did a lot of talk questioning stuff, but cannot discredit how they got the win. Yeah, what, and the, I, what they did to get it. I totally agreed with this uh, tweet from from the Tracy account about like Angel City was on the wrong side of these last year. Right. Like so many times we talked totally. about those and like to get one this time, like, yeah. you know, was, was good. such a, a breath of fresh air. Yeah, it was such yeah. a relief um, to Is get that. that. That's, that the crazy. Kind of, that's the kind of stuff that can show growth. Yeah. You know, as a team, as a club, as an organization, as yeah. players. Yeah. But Treb um, Tracy, we like that. Great that account. That we agree with. Yeah. Great account. Um, but yeah, man. So a great signing in Katie Johnson in the off season, coming through, stepping up big for the team. Mm-hmm. Um, you love to see it. What do you think about the slight controversy at the end of the game with McCaskill getting the player of the game officially <laughs> from like, Angel City? Ow. I just, I just, I don't like, aside from if you think she had a bad game or not, I just don't understand the argument that she was the player of the game. I feel like the argument for McCaskill being the player of the game is like the same argument for Jill Biden wanting Iowa to come to the White House. <laughs> <laughs> you asked me specifically so you could say that, and I love it. <laughs> I had that one in my back pocket. <laughs> Wow. Felt in, I get that with that. It felt inappropriate, though. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm with it. Um, it's so easy. It's Katie Johnson. You've got to be kidding like, me. How? You've got to be kidding me. How? The person who scores the game-winning goal is the player of the game. For a team that can't score in the second half, for a team that doesn't score on court, like, she checked off every freaking box. So, yeah. yeah and I don't she get was, it. I mean, even just, like, to to kind of like be a sub by default, yeah, and still have that like I'm gonna help my team mentality yeah. and like do like true professional, like you you got to reward that player as a totally. club by saying like we value that, yeah. <laughs> like McCaskill's yeah. like McCaskill gave us a McCaskill game, yeah. That was a total total McCaskill performance, and it got player of the game. So, bumskis, bumskis. <laughs> It's just weird. It's just... <laughs> I don't know why this gets under my skin so much. But it it's the favoritism from the coach. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's kind, a thing that... what it that, kind of feels like, doesn't it? That's it kind what, of that's feels why like favoritism you. in a way. And I don't know why, but it, do, it does. Yeah, because, you know, she doesn't get subbed out. She plays the whole game. You know, she's a good player that just feels like Freya is in love with and can't see anything outside of her. And the entire formation is built around her. The entire offense is built around her, you know? And yeah, yeah, I mean, I like Freya's in love with her, but nobody else is, you know, I think we're all like, yeah, she's pretty good. Right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. That's a good, that's a good player. It's a good player. Good player. Totally. Like she can start. She is starting quality. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. And her and Kristen Press really had a good thing going on when they, they did when they were out there. They you did. know that they, they had a solid connection. Um and yeah, but I mean it just kind of I don't know, it just I think it kind of speaks to one of the issues with the team. Um being that this kind of that the McCaskill Freya connection is like a little bit too strong. But you know, coaches often have those blind spots and they pick these they favorites do. and totally. Yeah, yeah. You know, definitely you see not the it first across. coach to have have that. Yeah, yeah. This is not. Yeah, this is not unique or new. Um, but I think we're we're seeing 
you know, the McCaskill blind spot as like very well evidenced by the player of the game kind of mysterious pick there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what do we, who, who do we have coming up next? So we got a bye week here in Louisville. Yeah. No game this next week in the ninth. And then I think it's Louisville on the 13th. Mm. Um, I have the poster up on my window right here. 15th, April 15th is Louisville at home. Okay. Saturday, 7 p.m. First night game. Let's go. Fun. Night games are always great. Fun. And then after that, that starting lineup is going to be too, man. You know, that's another just kind of like. um, Yeah. So now, because like Hammond did well, but Katie killed it. Right. And I could see, I could see Freya having zero loyalty to Katie because that seems to be how she's going to play things here. You know? Yeah. Um, I think like. Yeah, I mean she's she's got her favorites and McCaskill and Hammond are are amongst them. Um and uh yeah, I guess I think that we probably see basically the same starting lineup. I think we but, will. We won. I think Freya is definitely going to be doing the same starting lineup. So one thing I want to call out, so we play Louisville on the 15th. Here are our next four league games, okay? You ready for this? Yeah. San Diego at home. Portland tough. away. Very tough. KC home, spirit home. Decently tough. I'm, I'm not as scared of Kansas City after they yeah, got... Yeah, they've had a rough start. Spirits are looking and, good, though. Yeah. Yeah, Spirit Spirit's undefeated. Good. Kansas City is defeated. Defeated. Um, Portland De- is virtually untouchable. Um, Fuck, bro. Portland is scared. Portland and San Diego, and then, too. Man. God damn it, dude. That's what I'm saying. We might... We might and, then, and we have... In that same time frame, we have two games against the Rain in the Challenge Cup. So even though they're Challenge Cup, it's still a good team we're playing. Yeah. You know, like that's like six games straight against good competition. So mm-hmm. after Louisville. But yeah, we'll, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Louisville, April 15th, 7 p.m. It's going to be there. Yeah. Let's bring the noise. Come find us. In the meantime, we'll see you guys on Twitter. I'm Scoble Vision. And I'm Jeremy Wrist. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Massive W. Big one. Um, let's bring that energy when, Keep it when the ladies come home. And, and hopefully it's going to be this... a wild, wild ride this year, y'all. Yeah, nothing coming easy. But we're definitely talented enough to win some games. So yeah, we got know. it in us. We if got we it scream, in us. We if got we that scream doll. loud enough, you know. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys soon. Bye. All right.